today's show, we have big family, bigger fun with Allison and her trip to Disney World. This is Double Your WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 190. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today I chat with Allison about her big family trip, 11 people total, uh, siblings, parents, kids, um, and part one of this episode, we cover a lot of ground here. So we talk about staying at deluxe resorts, villas versus off property because not everybody stayed in the same location. So what did that look like? What were the pluses and minuses? How did they manage with so many people? How did they coordinate? So a lot of ground to cover right off the bat. We also talk about uh, in part one and in part two, managing rain. The rain really changed up several big plans that they had. So we discuss what that looked like and what Allison did to pivot. And we also discuss Orlando heat. Allison and her family were coming from Canada. They were definitely not used to the Orlando heat and humidity. So we talk quite a bit about that, but a lot of ground to cover. So I'm just going to let Allison start us off. Hi, Allison. Thanks for being on the show. How are you today? Good. Thanks. Thank you for having me. How are you? Good. Good. Ready to talk Disney. So why don't you start us out by telling us a little bit about your trip, when you went, who you went with, all that good stuff. Okay. So we left September 23rd and we returned September 30th. There was 11 of us. There was my family of four, my husband and my two kids, my sister, her husband, and her two kids. And then my brother-in-law's stepsister also went with them. And then our parents. Okay, a huge group. Huge group. How did this trip come about? Do you guys do annual family trips? Was this just something one person decided to do and everyone jumped on and said, we want to go too? So we're from Nova Scotia. So a family annual trip would be hard to pull off. We have went before like with my sister and our parents but we have never taken our kids so it was always something that we wanted to do and I had always told my sister you know when you guys are ready we'll go okay so about two years ago she was just like we're ready let's go and then COVID happened (laughs) so we were supposed to go September 2021 And we had started planning, looking at resorts and all that stuff. And then the world fell apart. So we just kind of pushed it out. And this is how this trip kind of came up. Okay. My parents are eager to go kind of anywhere. So we were like, we're going to Disney. Do you want to come? And they were like, absolutely. (laughs) What are the age ranges? Uh, So how, how many people total did you say it was? 11. 11 people total. How many adults? How many kids? So there was six adults. And four kids. Okay. Uh, what are the age the age ranges of the kids? So three, six, seven, and eight. Okay. Were the kids. So having grandparents and, is good, and having more adults than kids, because then you get those yeah. extra hands for yeah for the kids. Oh, and it was needed at certain points. I I can you imagine know, for sure. Uh, My I, mom always was like, "We never took you guys when you were kids because we couldn't afford it." So they always felt they missed out on that kid Disney magic. Uh, so we were just kind of like, guess what, guys? We're going. <laughs> you get you know? it now with the grandkids instead yeah, of the kids. They, yeah, my mom loved it. Uh, okay, so with that many people, 
Was yeah. there a designated planner for the group or was each family kind of planning their own thing? No, that was me. I was the designated planner. My sister and her husband, it's been 10 years since they've went to Disney. So there's so many new things that she was like, I just, I'm too overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, that's Disney. So, <laughs> that's, yeah. That sounds about right. Okay. So yeah. what, how did you manage planning for so many people? Was there a group spreadsheet? Did you just ask everyone what they wanted to do? Or were you just making executive decisions on behalf of the group? No. So I consulted with my sister a lot. Um, we looked at places where we were going to stay. And, you know, I always tell people, what park do you think you're going to be in the most? Then you kind of look at a resort from there. So we kind of priced different resorts. And then she was like, you know what, I don't think I can do Disney property. So my family and my parents stayed on property and then they stayed off property. Okay, so where were you guys staying on property and where were they staying off property? So we stayed at Bay Lake Tower because I figured Magic Kingdom would be our park. And then my sister and her husband stayed at the Holiday Inn Water Park. Where yeah. Where is that relative to Disney? What's the closest thing to that? So, you know, the, the Disney World sign that goes across the highway? Mm -hmm. It was 2.1 kilometers from that sign. I think it's like a mile and a half. Thank you for doing the conversion for <laughs> the U.S. I'm not, listeners. I'm not 100%. <laughs> okay, hold on. 2.1 kilo kilometers. kilometers to miles. Let's let's do a quick Google here. 1.3 miles. So you were pretty okay, close. I yeah, you I were pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was, hey, that was. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> okay, so about a mile, a mile and a half from the the highway entrance because there are a right. few of those big signs. Okay. Right. So okay. we were about, it would be about 15 minutes-ish from Bay Lake. Okay. So um, not too bad. All right. And how was everybody with staying at different resorts? Was that problematic? I, well, I know we'll get into it when we're talking day to day, but when you were planning, I assume that was something you had to consider. We did. Yeah, I did. I. What we did was we got a 15-passenger van. We were able to do it on Visa points, so it was actually free. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we got to and from the airport. And then in the mornings, we would pick them up. Except for the days we went to Magic Kingdom, they would Uber to us. That makes more sense. Yeah. Because right. parking, what's the point if you have to park right. at the Ticket and Transportation Center? Out of curiosity, where do you rent a 15-passenger Van does just a car rental, a regular car rental company have yeah, those? Yeah, so budget at the oh. airport. You know, it never, it never even occurred to me that they would have a vehicle that large. Right. And the only reason I know is I'm a cheer coach. Ah. So <laughs> when we go down to Worlds or, you know, UCA, those You're are very familiar with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes sense. Were you guys all traveling together to Orlando? I assume you were flying. Were you, were you all? Yeah. We all flew on the same flight okay. from Halifax uh, to Montreal, then Montreal to Orlando. Okay. So you're all flying together. You're all riding together because you have a 15 passenger van ready to go picked up at the airport. So on your arrival day, are you are you getting in early enough to do anything or are you just kind of all getting situated? Can you see me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. 
I heard a 15 passenger van I, I, from the airport. Oh yeah. Then, oh yeah. Okay. So I said, when did your flight give you, when you got in, did you have enough time to, you know, do anything or were you just kind of getting situated in your respective resorts? We, we were just getting situated because we left our hotel in Halifax at 4 a.m. our time. Basically, I didn't check in on the app because I hear and have heard that you have better chance of being kind of pixie dusted if you don't check in on the app. That is true. So when I arrived at Bay Lake, my dad was trying to get there and check in. And I was like, no, no, let me go, please. And I just said, you know, we're here. Um, my mom and dad are staying in a room. My husband and I and our two kids had a two-bedroom villa, but we only paid for a standard view. So I was just like, is there any way that we could somehow be close to each other um, as we're traveling together? And I just slyly kind of added, where do we get the first time or like the first trip at Disney Pins? Do we get them here or do we go to guest services in the park? And she was like, oh, I can give them to you. You know, that's fine. So my parents' room was ready and ours wasn't. So we went up and I had gotten them a late view. And it was very nice. We put our bags in there and it was five o'clock. So I went down to get my stroller from Kingdom Stroller. And as I was standing there, I got the text, your room is ready. It's this number. So my husband was like, yeah, I'm at the pool with the kids. Like, we'll go later. So I go up and as I'm going through the room numbers, I'm noticing that it's like on this Magic Kingdom side. So I was like, is this real life? You know, I didn't want to kind of believe it. And then I bagged into the room and I walked in and we had a full-blown theme park view. Wow. I could see the castle, Space Mountain, and Tron. Wow. I was I was blown away. I am 100% like I'm checking in on the app because I'm too lazy to stand in line. Sure. To, <laughs> to check in and talk to a human. But also, I mostly travel by myself, so it's different. It's just so right. different. And that is 100% worth it. I mean, obviously there's no guarantee that that'll happen, but that's amazing that that's what they gave you. I was blown away. Oh, so cool. So I don't know if it was the room that was actually originally assigned to us or if we got pixie dusted, but I wasn't mad about it either way. Right. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Oh, what a cool way to start things. All right. So you said this was five o'clock, five-ish when you're getting into the room. Which I've heard that sometimes with the villas, it can take longer. They do take longer. I think so with a regular room, 3 p.m. is when they're like, that's when we'll guarantee your room's ready. With villas, right. I think it's right. four. It's, it is later. And often it's even later than that. The, they just they take so much longer. Yeah, it's a lot to clean. It would be a lot to go over, you know. So then we got Walmart groceries delivered right to Bay Lake. And we just kind of settled in. Went to the pool. I was like, I can't believe my life. <laughs> I was like, FaceTime my sister, and I was like, I, you're not gonna believe this. And that was it for day one. We sat out on the the balcony and watched happily ever after. Oh, so cool, so cool. Okay, let's talk about your first park day. Then, where are you guys headed on day one? So we went to Magic Kingdom, and this was a Halloween party day. But we didn't go to the party that night. Do you guys have park hopper tickets or do you just have regular park tickets? So my family has the park hopper plus 
And then my sister's family has the base ticket. Okay. I was also kind of thinking, I mean, just hearing where the crowds are lower on party days at Magic Kingdom. I'm thinking 11 people trying to get around a park <laughs> is going to be hectic. So I talked to my sister about it and I just said, you know, I really think we should try just hammer out as much as we can at Magic Kingdom that day because we had a day later in our trip for Magic Kingdom and we were also going to a different not so scary. So I figured if we kind of tried to do as much as we could, then we could go back and do the things that the kids really like on the other days. Okay. So what's, what's the game plan for, are you rope dropping? Do you have genie plus? Yes. Oh, and something that I was able to do and like, you probably shouldn't do it, but I did it because I had the villa and there was only four of us, but it would have, it would sleep. I think it slept 10. And then my parents' room also had, capacity of four people I was able to add my sister and her party to our Disney reservation for free okay as long as we didn't reach capacity if there was no room for them to sleep they weren't adding them and the reason I did that one was because early entry they wouldn't have had it and I'm like we're hitting the ground running and then two with their three-year-old if we were at Magic Kingdom and they needed to leave for him to go have a nap, their phones could open our door to our room and he could nap there. Ah. And like, I didn't have to leave or, you know, other members of our party. That's have to good leave. thinking. You know, I'm of the thought that you paid, you paid for the room. And if your right. sister and her family had stayed with you, you would have paid the exact same dollar amount for that. Oh, room. Absolutely. So I have no yeah. issue with you kind of playing the system like that it's not yeah. like it's not like they charge per person where i snuck something here you would have right. paid the same rate whether you shared a room with your sister's family or not so exactly. i say good for you thinking to do that that was smart <laughs> so we all bought genie plus this day we bought genie plus every day and simply the reasoning being that we are from far away the kids are going to only be this age once so we kind of just went for it. And you'll see throughout the trip, that's kind of the theme, you know. Uh, so 7 a.m., I did a virtual queue for Tron, and we got boarding group 51. Uh, and then I had bought Standby Skipper, and it booked a Jungle Cruise at 9 a.m., but there was an issue with that. But the cast member was great, and I'll get to that a little bit later. At 7.30, we left Magic Kingdom, and we decided to walk. Because the monorail can take like a half an hour-ish, 25 sure minutes to get can. around, <laughs> right? So we just were like, let's just walk. It's early entry. We knew we could get in on Main Street. So we actually badged into the Magic Kingdom at 8 a.m. And that was 11 of us. We weren't, you know, we weren't super walking fast. We had strollers, you know, just kind of a leisurely walk. We did get a photo in front of the castle and Main Street. And something I would suggest that maybe people don't know is I wouldn't ever stop at the first photo pass person. There's, there's so many up on that street and you can use a lot of your time just waiting in a line to get to that person, you know? So we went up a little further where the lines were really, really short. There were two people in front of us, two parties in front of us. On Main Street, there are photographers every, what, 20 feet, would you say? I mean, yeah. it's, it's one after another. And same with the, in the hub. If you just like yeah. do a circle around the hub, there are so many right there as, as well. So 
At 8.30, they let us in, and we rope dropped Peter Pan. So 8.35, we were at Peter Pan, and 8.55, we were on the ride. We then started to walk towards Jungle Cruise. Uh, we were going to rope drop Haunted Mansion, uh, but there was quite a line already. So we were like, we'll just try to get a lightning lane. We have Genie Plus. Let's just do that. So when we actually came down to Adventureland, Peter Pan was just kind of like running around with this cast member. I don't know what they <laughs> call them. The handler. I don't yeah. know. Uh, you couldn't get in a line. But if you caught him, he would take a picture and sign your book. But then he was running away again. I don't know. Peter Pan's one of, he's one of the few roaming characters. Yeah. There really aren't, you know, Disney World doesn't really do roaming characters, but Peter Pan is one that periodically you'll see running around. Yeah. And that's the only way I could explain yeah. it. Like I said to my sister, I was like, Peter Pan is running around. Like if you <laughs> catch him, you know, your kids can get a picture. We then went to Pirates and it was a walk-on. We just did this standby. And then from there, we went to the Jungle Cruise and I badged in first and it was like fine and then my sister tried to badge in and the skipper had only booked me but I had put all 11 of us in mm. and you have to send the invitation and so I was automatic I was immediately stressed so then the cast member was great she was just like I just need to see that everyone bought Genie Plus today and then I will let you go on at this time oh that was really cool of her to do that, especially with such a big group, too. A big group and a ride that lightning lanes sell out. They do. Right? So I, I was like, oh, my God. I was panicked a little bit. And I knew my nephew really wanted to ride it. So I was like, I'm, we can't just be here in line and then be like, sorry, we have to do something else. So let me ask then, was this an ongoing sure. issue with Skipper, with Standby Skipper? Oh, I gave up. Okay, so let's let's backtrack for anybody listening in case they don't sure. know. I've no I've talked about Standby Skipper, but just in case. So Standby Skipper is a third-party app you purchase and then you once you purchase it, you essentially give them friends and family access in your My Disney Experience account. So they don't have access to your stuff, but they can book things on your behalf. And then right. you prioritize what rides you want and kind of when you want them. It's not even time slots. It's morning, afternoon, evening. Right. And then they yeah. will, they check every couple of minutes. And if you have an opening where they can grab a lightning lane, they will grab it for you on your behalf. And it should be able to, you should be able to select all the people in your party, which you, you did and it didn't work and for it whatever didn't do reason. It. That's not good. That's no, not good. So I just gave up. Okay. Because I was like, no. Yeah, that's stressful. And you don't know what yeah. the next cast member is going to say if this right. happens again. I didn't want to do that all day long. And and so I had been in April. And I found in April I was on my phone a lot. So I was thinking with Standby Skipper, it would let me kind of be in the moment a little bit more. I found it didn't in general. My my personal feeling on Standby Skipper is it's it's a cool idea but I was not on my phone any less because right. like, you still have to check where am I going and what like you did it grab something right. for me. And then a lot of times it just because it grabs just whatever time you're like, well, this doesn't work. And then you end up having to day. edit. Yeah. And so I found I was on my phone probably just as much. Yeah, I wouldn't do it again. After that, it was like, OK, I didn't even bother. So then we did the flying carpets, like Aladdin flying carpets. 
So you're like making the loop from fantasy land around adventure land. Yeah, we, we tried to kind of, I didn't want to be all over the park with the kids. When I go by myself or like with other adults, I'm just like, we're going here now. Okay, let's go over here. And then we're at this end of the park. But with the kids, I, I really didn't want to overwhelm them day one. <laughs> Understood. And you, you said the youngest is three? Three. Three? Okay. And so you also have to consider what is a three-year-old able want to ride to and want to mm-hmm. ride because a three-year-old yeah. is going to be very different. Right. So at this point, he did everything with us. And then I was able to book. So it was 10.04. We got on Aladdin. And then I got a lightning lane for Haunted Mansion for 10.15 to 11.15. So then we just walked right up to Haunted Mansion. And Declan did it with us. Like the three-year-old did it with us. You know, I wasn't sure, but he was okay. <laughs> so we fit, we got in the Doom buggy at 10.40. And then from there, we went back into Fantasyland and did Prince Charming's Carousel, which was another big hit people you know I I didn't know how my kids were going to do in the stretch room where it like goes dark and thunder and lightning and that's the scariest part I so I wasn't sure I thought about like asking the cast member can we skip the stretch room because I know they do that sometimes and my sister was like but that's the best part like we you know (laughs) I'm like okay (laughs) are my kids gonna sleep I don't know but it it wasn't bad and we kind of tried to tell them it's more uh funny like it versus spooky like before we actually like went in it's more silly and then we mobile ordered at Casey's and started to walk towards Casey's and then we got in line for the parade or we got a spot for the parade then and just had our Casey's and waited for the parade uh 12:15 the parade it starts at 12 o'clock in Adventureland but it was 12:15 by the time it got us at Casey's um then my kids were having a meltdown because it was hot (laughs) like and they're not used to it so I ended up taking our parents my husband and our two kids and my sister's two kids uh back to Bay Lake and my sister and her husband and Madison his stepsister went to ride Tron so they were boarding group 51 and they got called around 115 okay so then I just took everybody to the pool and we just relaxed a little bit. And then we went back in, we got, we batched back into Magic Kingdom at three o'clock. The park closes at six. Yeah. Normally I'm not a break taker. Like I don't do that. Okay. <laughs> but I also wasn't, I didn't spend all this money and, and, and plan this whole thing for my kids to be having meltdowns. So I was just said to my sister and her husband, like, if you guys want to go, you haven't been here in 10 years. I was here numerous times and recently in April and probably will be back in April. So I'll hang out with the kids, you know, and, and I'll do my stuff the next time. So we walked over to Dumbo and we let the kids play inside in the air conditioning a little bit, which I don't know if people really know is there because you can choose to just go right on or go into this air conditioning playground. What was the temperature this day? I don't know Fahrenheit. It was 33 degrees Celsius, but it felt like 38. I'm doing a quick Google again. All right. Yeah, so I'm 33, sorry. <laughs> 33 Celsius is 91 degrees. 38 is 100 degrees. 
So mid 90, we're going to go mid 90 degree Fahrenheit, I think is, is what we're going with. So hot, hot, like, hot, hot. It would never get 38 degrees here or a hundred Fahrenheit here. So, so my kids, kids were, were like, melting. what is happening? Yeah. My daughter is saying, I'm so confused. <laughs> and I would say, what are you confused about? And she's like, why is it so hot? It gets that hot where I live. The, you know, the thing about Orlando though, even I sometimes in Orlando, I'm just, oh, it's because it's so humid as mm -hmm. well. It's the mm -hmm. humidity. And I know everybody jokes, oh, it's a dry heat. No, that is real. No. It makes a huge difference. Dry heat versus a humid, humid heat. Yeah. So. I just needed, yeah, I just needed them to relax and, you know, because it was, they, yeah, she was like, she was like, I don't understand. I'm so confused. She's <laughs> what is seven. happening here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, how is it this hot in a place? You know, even my husband says that he's like, how how does anyone actually live here? How do you right. live here every day? I'm like, people do it. People do it. And then yeah. they're okay with it. And bless these people that show up in like these cute outfits and makeup and their hair done. It's like, because oh, like that wasn't us. Yeah. I'm, it always <laughs> blows my mind. I was there for one of the Halloween parties. And when it's you know, 11 p.m. or midnight, and it's still 90 degrees Fahrenheit, you're and you see people in the full the synthetic wigs. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I, I don't get it. live in an area on Halloween. A couple of years ago, we had a snowstorm on Halloween. And I still am like, I'm not wearing a synthetic wig all night. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not me. That wasn't us this trip. So then we went to the barnstormer. And I've never ridden the Barnstormer because I didn't really, to be honest, spend a lot of time in storybook circuits when it's just like me or adults. Uh, so I put my daughter, I put my two, we put all the kids on it. And my daughter had a little bit of a breakdown. Oh. Because it's fast. <laughs> like, I didn't think it was that fast. <laughs> but it was, yeah, she cried. She was like, I hated that. Oh, they, we only waited like seven minutes and it was posted 15. From there, we walked to the Little Mermaid. It was a posted 10 minute wait. We waited 15. Again, this is all standby. So are you grabbing lightning lanes at this point? You've given up on Skipper. Are you still manually grabbing them? Yeah, I had booked Enchanted Tales with Belle was our lightning lane. And I kept pushing her out into the evening because I wasn't sure when we were going to go back. But then they also stopped offering, it was 5.15 to 5.35 because you have to be out by six. So we did Enchanted Tales with Belle and my son was the beast and my nephew was Maurice. He's eight. And then my daughter wanted to be in it, but there was no rolls left. So they were like, you, they gave her a shaker and they're like, you can be pumpkin spice. <laughs> anyway, so she was happy with that. They really enjoyed that. And this was when we first realized that they were really big about meeting the characters. Again, it's not something I really do when it's just me or no kids. So then we kind of geared a little bit different for the rest of the trip, made more time for characters. And then we left after that because as soon as four o'clock hit and the people could get in for the party, it was insane. You get that overlap of party people and regular park yeah. guests. And for a while, Main Street is just chaos. We were walking out and my husband looked at me because he has never been. And he was like, what is going on? 
<laughs> and I was like, just keep walking. It's okay. We're, we're leaving. Well, I would imagine even walking to the path to get back to your resort. I don't know if you mm-hmm. walked or took the monorail, but mm-hmm. when you see yeah. the line of people trying to get in to the party, those lines can be insane. Just trying to navigate past that. And they had the entrance to the party over by where you would rent the strollers. So to get to Bay Lake, we had to kind of exactly. cut through all that. He was just overwhelmed. Yeah, that's why I, I said that because I'm thinking where everybody yeah. stands and where the walking path are, You yeah. would, there's no getting around the mobs of people trying to get into the party. Yeah, that was a lot for him. Okay, so then what are you <laughs> doing for the rest of the evening? Are you just kind of calling it an early night? And you've got a lot of people and you've got little people. Yeah, so we came back. And we swam again. And then from there, my husband drove my sister and her husband and their party back to their hotel. My sister started off thinking she was going to rent strollers from Disney every day. And then it just wasn't comfortable. It was also sort of like tippy. So she was like, okay, I need to find something. So I got looking and Orlando Stroller Rental was the only one that was open 24 hours because they have like a locker with a key code and all that stuff. So like for Kingdom, if I wanted to rent Kingdom, let's say today, I couldn't book today and I couldn't book tomorrow, but I could book the next day. Okay. So for like last minute Stroller Rental, Orlando Stroller Rental is the way to go. So they picked that up and then they went back to their hotel. I watched the Halloween fireworks on the balcony. Yeah, from your amazing view. Okay, let's jump into day two. So we went to Epcot. So we all bought Genie Plus again. Seven o'clock, I started to try get Remy. And it just kept saying the system can't load your selection. It took me an hour. That does not sound good. It was not fun. It was very stressful. So you didn't book anything else, though. I was trying to go between Remy and Frozen because I was like, worst comes to worst. If I have to rope drop Remy, like I was just going between the two. Was it letting you book anything? Nothing. Mm. So I asked my sister, I was like, I think the Wi-Fi here is down or there's too many people on it. Like, can you try? And she couldn't book anything either. So it was a very stressful hour. Was it a system wide error like was everybody getting this did you get any information after the fact well i didn't get any information the first remy i had was 10 15 to 11 15 and i was like that's awesome that's perfect and when it was like confirm your guests i was hitting confirm i had selected everybody confirm and then it was like won't load anything and then when i would refresh and click remy again or frozen i couldn't even select my party that it sounds, was stressful. That sounds like an, an error in the app. This, the app hopefully. itself. Yeah, hopefully, because that means everybody's having the issue and you're not like, right. you know, out. So then I tried even going on my iPad being like, I wonder if there's some way I can do it on the website, you know, like, but you have to just use the app. So 7.30, we left Bay Lake and I still had no lightning lane. So I was stressed. 7.45, we arrived at the Holiday Inn, and then they held us at the gate until 8.30. And then we went in and went right to Frozen, because at that point, at 8 o'clock, I had gotten ready. It did eventually open up. What was the, the return time that you got? 12.15 to 
So that kind of told me that everybody had this issue. I was just about to say that. Right. So we did Frozen. It was posted 20 minutes, and that was what we waited. This is standby. After I got out of Frozen, we went to get in line for Anna and Elsa at 9.09, and we were told it was an hour. Ugh, yeah, that line. So we got out something. of the line. <laughs> we were like, no, thank you. Yeah, and the worst part about that one is I feel like Anna and Elsa, they rush you. You know, like you wait such a long time. Right. And typically the characters spend quite a bit of time with you. In my experience, Anna and Elsa always feel very rushed. So I also don't feel like an hour is worth it. Yeah, I'm glad that we didn't. So from there, we were we just went to Soren because it was posted a 15 minute wait. So we jumped on to Soren and my the, my three year old nephew was too short. So my mom kind of sat with him and he fell asleep in her arms, which was good. It was okay. We only waited 15 minutes. When we got off, though, it was it had bumped to a 75 minute wait. Ooh, that's it's uh, early still too for the wait. It's to be very that early. Long. The only thing I could think was that it was like soaring around California. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so that has just started, and that is right. Wildly, you're right. That is what it is. That is wildly popular. Because otherwise, Soren's never really. Yeah, that's why I'm like, what's happening here? But you're right. That did just switch over. Yeah, because I was there in April and it was Soren around the world or whatever. It was not the California. So then we did Living with the Land and it's cute. I really wish you didn't smell the Garden Grill kitchen, though. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. (laughs) That's the first time I've heard that take. That's funny. (laughs) Well, we were coming in and my husband, my, my nephew was like, I smell hot dogs. Are we eating soon? (laughs) And I was like, that's the garden grill. We're going to feed you though. (laughs) So after we got off living with the land, we walked to Ash Checkers, Royal Banquet Hall or whatever it's called. Literally everyone says it differently. I don't think I've heard any two people say that the name of that restaurant the same. (laughs) Yeah, that's where we went. Okay, so you had breakfast reservations there. Right. So they only had tables to seat eight people. So when I was doing our dining reservations, I actually had to make my husband a My Disney Experience account and then book. So for this one, I booked eight and then three on his and just try to get as close to time as possible. So when I checked in with the girl, I was like, look, we're 11 people. Technically, our reservations are 10 minutes apart. Is there any way we could sit close to each other just so that we could all kind of enjoy it together? And they did. They were great. They sat us right next to each other. This is the third time I think that I've been to the breakfast. Oh, when we did breakfast. Uh, It was my third time there. I really enjoy it. The food is great. My brother-in-law was a bit skeptical, skeptical, sorry, about the price and like what you get plus the park time it then takes up. Yes. Okay. So I'm really interested to hear after the meal what his thought is because you're right. It's an expensive meal. That is not a cheap meal, but you're getting a huge amount of food and you're getting a whole bunch of characters, which you've right. discovered now is a priority for your kids. Right. So after the meal, what was his thought? Well, I mean, we all thought the food was great and it's all you can eat. So 
That was great. It's also time in air conditioning. <laughs> yes. So for yeah. us Nova Scotians, that's a huge, you know. It might be two hours, but it's two hours in air conditioning. <laughs> right. Also, like our parents are 65. So my dad's not, you know, running around Epcot by any means. So it was nice for him to sit and relax. But when I asked my brother-in-law, he was like, that was great. You know, he was really, he's converted now. You know, and my sister said they walked by people outside waiting for a character and the line was really long. And he was like, do these people know that they can like sit down and eat a meal in air conditioning and they just come to you? They come to you. You don't have to wait in line for them. They come to you. Yeah, like he was, he was kind of blown away by that. Oh, good. Okay, good. I'm glad it worked out because that is, I mean, I, I understand his hesitation before the meal because it is expensive and it is a lot of time and especially because you did breakfast. This is, right. you know, early in the morning is when times are going to be lower. So it's a big chunk of time. Right. But I'm glad that that worked out. And it was such a positive experience for everybody. Yeah, no, he really liked it. And the kids loved it. Like the kids were starstruck. That makes it that much better. So as we were eating, I had noted that Remy went down. So I then start to panic again. because <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. But at 12.02, he actually, I saw that it came back up. So I was like, we have to go now. Like, we're done our meal. We're going right now. So we walked into France, and we did Remy, and he was a big hit with all the kids. You know, even my sister thought he was really cute, like, the whole the whole aspect of it. From there, we walked back out to Nemo. I knew going in that my kids weren't going to love the World Showcase. After we had a meltdown in the heat, and couldn't understand why it's hot. <laughs> What's I, happening here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, World Showcase is not going to be a thing for us. So we walked back out to Nemo. And when we got there, it was a 35-minute wait. But I was able to stand right in front of him and book a lightning lane for an immediate return time. I'm not uh, feeling confident hearing that Nemo was a 35-minute wait. That I is couldn't believe it. concerning to me like crowd wise did did it feel super crowded it did it did yeah I mean that should be a five to ten minute wait period it's also hard too. like I find with the walls up yes yes you know like you automatically feel like this is your path and you're you have nowhere corralled. else to go it feels yeah, like, like your cattle you're moving in a direction <laughs> yes. so I, I it's a hard one Epcot's a hard one for me to judge now with the walls up but I just got there and I was like, Nemo is 35 minutes. And I was like, there's no way. Yeah, that's concerning. Like I wasn't waiting 35 minutes for Nemo. <laughs> so we, but we were able to get the automatic return time. So we all badged in and then we spent a lot of time in the aquarium after. My son is obsessed with marine life of any kind. My husband is a crab and lobster fisherman. So anything with boats and fish and anything like that is always a big hit so then we were leaving and we saw goofy out at the front and my nephews really wanted to meet goofy so i stopped my sister and her husband and madison his stepsister all decided to stay so i took the kids and we got in line for goofy and i mean it was great he just spent a lot of time with them And my nephew was, again, starstruck, but my son is, you know, where's Max? And what about this? And is he skateboarding? (laughs) And, you know, like, 
So it's really, it was really cute to watch. And then we left for the day. We had a fireworks cruise booked that night. So we were going into Epcot, leaving from Yacht Club. But then I also surprised my dad and my husband with NFL tickets to the Buccaneers versus the Eagles. Oh, okay. So, so you sent a couple of the guys off to a football game and then the rest of you yeah. got to do the Epcot uh, fireworks cruise. Well, we thought we were going to. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Um, so we actually like got on the monorail to Magic Kingdom, jumped on the bus to Yacht Club, walked through Yacht Club. We're so excited. And the little boat house by the by the lighthouse is like all the windows and doors are shut. So I was like, this isn't a good sign. And then there was a girl, like uh, a cast member on the phone. So I just waited for her to be finished. And I walked up and I was like, hi, we have a crew supposed to be leaving in five minutes. What's going on? And she was like, did nobody call you? And I was like, <gasps> that's no. the last thing you want to hear. Did nobody call you? Oh, yeah, I no. was like, no. So I knew right then. It wasn't going to happen. Anyway, there was a big thunder and lightning storm coming in, and it was too big, she had said. So then that was kind of a bummer. So they just cancel it, that's it? No. They canceled it. They gave me a full refund. Are, are they able to, like, reschedule? No, they put me on a waiting list. Oh. But I was like, okay, well, I knew this wasn't going to happen. So I didn't tell my husband as we as he was at the game. But when he got home the next day, sorry, when he got home late at night, I was like, I didn't get to do the fireworks cruise. Archer is now upset that he didn't go on a boat because that was the thing, you know, we're going to get to go on a boat. And yeah. and we do that here for Canada Day. So I was like, you know, he was excited and we were kind of talking it up all day. And then we didn't meet those expectations. Oh. So my husband had said that at the, the dock at Bay Lake Tower, they offer bass fishing experiences. So immediately the next day, I got on the phone and was like, I need to send my six-year-old fishing. <laughs> so how, do, how can I make this happen? And you know what? They were great. They actually got us in for not, the, not that day, but the next day. Oh, good, good. So it worked out well. So the, so after that, we just went back to the resort. We didn't even go into Epcot to watch the fireworks because we, you know, there was this big storm coming. We were like, let's just go while we're dry. I think this is a great place to stop for now. Stay tuned for part two of Allison's Trip Report, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. 